Welcome to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. Here at Detroit Today, we consider this show a genuine community conversation. We keep the phone lines open because your voice matters the most, whether it's a discussion about development in the city, news from the White House, or a big question that we're grappling with in our society. We always want to hear from you. And that's why we need your financial support. Help us out during WDET Spring Fundraiser. Go to WDET.org, become a part of Team WDET, and you will keep this program free of commercial interest and focused on you. All right, a little later in the program, we're going to have the guys from Under the Radar here. Uh, We have them in about once a year to talk fun things about the state of Michigan places that they've been and seen that you may have been and seen. Uh, That'll get started at about 35 past the hour, so you're not going to want to miss that. But up first, a new website, DetroitIsIt.com, is a communications hub for professionals who are looking for ways to have an impact on the city through culture and other mediums. It also aspires to shine a light through journalism on some of our area's most pressing issues. Today at DetroitIsIt.com, journalist Mary Chapman explores the big business behind sex trafficking across the nation and right here in southeast Michigan. Chapman joins me now to talk about her story, and she's joined by Ivana Califatic, who is the founder of DetroitIsIt.com. Uh, Ivana and Mary, welcome to Detroit Today. Thank you. Good yeah. morning, Stephen. Thank yeah. you. Uh, Mary, let's start by talking about this story, which uh, which I read about a week ago. It is now online at DetroitIsIt.com. I was very impressed uh, by the reporting in the story, but I was also uh, I, I was also really moved by the personal stories that you have in here, the people who are the victims of this business uh, and how how they came to be victims of it and how that victimization shaped their lives. Uh, let's start with having you talk about how vivid uh, these, these tales uh, are in this story. Yeah, I mean, it, as I was talking to them, I, you know, I've been around for a while, but in our conversations, I, I had to um, kind of Composed myself a couple of times. I mean, the stories kept getting more and more incredulous and more poignant, and it, seemingly there was uh, no end to them. And um, it really struck me too that they uh, crossed and uh, the the ones that we profiled uh, crossed the socioeconomic lines, mm-hmm. which really drove home the the the. Um, uh, drove home the point that this is a uh, an issue that knows no bounds in that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> is there something about Detroit uh, that makes this issue different here or something about Michigan that makes this different, different uh, from other places in the country? We've seen lots of coverage nationally about sex trafficking uh, and, and borders. Uh, of course, uh, we, we sit on an international border. But, but talk about the ways in which uh, Detroit stands out in this Well, story. let's be clear that um, the issue of uh, trafficking and sex, tra- sex tra- trafficking in particular uh, is present in every county in the state. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that's a, a point that I really want to make. But also, you know, it only makes sense that um, 
it would uh, trafficking would be more prevalent in a in, in a, a big metropolis like Detroit. I mean, just in terms of um, geographics and size, it's easier to to hide. It's easier for the perpetrators to hide and things of that nature. But also, um, perhaps the one of the flip sides of all the success in Detroit. Uh, um, has to do with um, how uh, conducive some of the good things are to, unfortunately, um, um, uh, foment the growth of uh, sex trafficking because mm-hmm. you have the the class divisions that are becoming more and more uh, apparent, and uh, that that chasm is growing. And then when you have a uh, a situation where there's a growing divide between the haves and the have-nots that's going to uh, lend itself to more uh, vulnerability in terms of prospective, prospective uh, traffickers and uh, victims of trafficking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ivana, this story appears at DetroitIsIt.com, which is uh, your creation. Uh, just give us a snapshot of where you see uh, Detroit is it fitting into that media landscape here in Detroit? There are lots of uh, online uh, news sources in in town now, doing lots of different things. I get the sense that you're carving a pretty unusual uh, space out for yourself here. I uh, yes, I think that we are in a little bit of a niche with what we're doing, both as the content of what we're covering. So, for example, the story that Mary wrote for us is a extremely poignant and topical conversation to have right now on a global scale. So one of the um, components of Detroit is it that we're priding ourselves on and uh, moving uh, deeper into are topics that are relevant on a global scale to a local market and reverse. There's uh, pretty fantastic stories that are happening in the local market that have relevance on a global scale. We're, we're lucky as a city that uh, we have a bit of a um, love affair, let's say, with the brand of Detroit. And I think that if we, um, if our cards align, we're going to be able to help magnify that story of Detroit globally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and and talk about the, the sort of breadth of content that you want to have on this site. In addition to, to journalism, like uh, the story that Mary wrote, you've also got all kinds of... Uh, uh, events and listings, entertainment, culture, uh, all, all all sort of, I guess, trying to work together, right? You're nailing it. I know it's a little a little difficult sometimes to uh, to grasp, but um, so just for a little bit of context, my my background and where we come from is from media and publishing mm-hmm. and and marketing and strategy. So over the years, we've been lucky enough as a team and and myself as uh, as a sort of a maker of this site to be able to really have um, a pulse on some new ways of translating communication through media Mm -hmm. and through content. And um, having lived in other markets and having explored uh, other ways of communicating through digital print and uh, marketing events, uh, experiential marketing and the like, the idea behind Detroit is it is to really build out a aggregator, uh, not only of original content that we're putting out like Mary's piece and uh, pretty much on a daily basis we have content that we're writing uh, with uh, pretty 
uh, neat and smart roster of writers that are local and national, mm -hmm. but also uh, being able to highlight uh, events, as you mentioned, locally. Uh, we're doing a pretty interesting back end of a mapping mechanism of the city. Uh, with time, we're dropping what we call um, different components of this of the site. So, for example, there will be a loyalty program that we're going to be introducing uh, uh, towards the end of the year. And the whole premise to DII, as we call it, or Detroit is it, <laughs> is to get you to see, experience, taste, smell, uh, share Detroit in one spot. And it's really meant to be a friendly space for all places within the city to interact. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. My guests are Ivana Kalafatic. She is the founder of DetroitIsIt.com. Uh, also here is Mary Chapman, a Detroit-based journalist, former contributor to the New York Times, who is a story on uh, Detroit Is It uh, today about sex trafficking, about the idea of sex trafficking both locally and nationally. Uh, if you want to join the conversation, uh, give us a call. Uh, let us know what you think of DetroitIsIt.com if you're checking that site out. Also, uh, talk to us about what you think about uh, sex trafficking here in the city of Detroit, here in the state of Michigan, here in the United States, are we doing enough to make sure that uh, uh, young women, young men in some cases, don't get caught up in this very manipulative big business? Uh, as always, the number on the phones is 313-577-1019. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page, put your comments there, or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today, and we will work you into the conversation. Uh, Mary, I want to talk some about the legal context uh, of, of this issue. Issue. It's something that is, uh, I, I guess, a little bit in motion. Uh, there's, there's, there's uh, certainly efforts at both the state and, and national level to try to uh, push back against uh, against this issue. Talk about some of the things that are developing, uh, and then talk about some of the weaknesses that still exist in terms of the way the law can help eradicate this issue. Well, I guess federally there's something, um, a law, uh, some kind of legislation. I, I, I'm not, uh, I think something happened yesterday in terms of uh, uh, maybe the president signing a law having to do with uh, surveillance of these so-called back pages where, uh, uh, you know, uh, sex trafficking is... Um, uh, occurring mm -hmm. and uh, that's a little bit of a dicey issue because you're getting the ACLU and those kind of uh, groups involved. Um, but mainly when you think of sex trafficking, you, um, you kind of think of the presence of a, uh, uh, a pimp, uh, for lack of a better term, sure. uh, as it were. And that kind of uh, what the uh, um, distinguishes that from uh, what we normally think of uh, prostitution. Um, so, uh, you know, in the last year and the last couple of years, the governor has um, uh, done quite a bit in terms of trying to get arms around this, you know, this, this impossible issue that um, a lot of people still don't understand. But, um, uh, so there's a package of bills, and um, it does things like expunge the uh, prior records of, uh, of victims mm -hmm. and uh, kind of um, 
in, uh, adds teeth to um, laws involving uh, the uh, solicitors of uh, illicit sex and the claps um, uh, down on more on the actual on the traffickers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, it's it's <laughs> it's one of those life kind of conditions, one of those issues that. Uh, I'm not, I'm just not sure how far legislation can go in terms of uh, uh, really uh, um, kind of uh, reducing the prevalence of uh, uh, trafficking. Um, it 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 doesn't. Uh, I don't think the the uh, the package of uh, legislation goes far enough yeah. with regards to um, uh, to um, John's as it were, mm-hmm. um, and um, uh, and there's still a certain element of criminalization. Uh, yeah, that's the victims. that's the that's the thing that I think uh, yeah. demands the most attention here is the idea that uh, th- th- these victims are twice victimized. Right, they are victimized by uh this business that they get caught up in and and manipulated into and and in your story uh you do a really great job of showing how that works uh how young women they were 12 uh, and 13 years right. old they These were the very... average age they're in middle school when mm-hmm. they start yeah. 90% of them were uh sexually abused as as children right yeah um and and the idea that you get these folks who who manipulate them into that life but then when they try to get out, uh, there are all of these other kinds of consequences that often come from legal authority. Well, that's the thing. Deborah, in particular, was trying to get on her feet. I mean, she was trafficked beginning at the age of 12, I believe. She didn't know how to pay rent. Right. She didn't know how to pay bills or anything. And uh, um, as uh, often happens, she became addicted to drugs after a while. And um, she was repeatedly jailed, but because she didn't have any resources, she didn't have any family support, she didn't have any community support, it was easy for her to go back to her trafficker time and time again. Right. Deborah is the woman who leads uh, the story off at Detroit. It's very hard to leave the life. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Ivana Califatic, founder of DetroitIsIt.com, and Mary Chapman, journalist uh, and author of a story at DetroitIsIt.com titled The Not-So-Secret Lives of the Sex Trafficked. Thank for, thanks to both of you for being here on Detroit Today. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. Up next, we are going to talk to the guys from Under the Radar about the coolest things in the state that you may have never heard of or seen. And, of course, don't forget, if you have to miss any of today's conversation, you don't have to miss out entirely. Just go to iTunes or wherever you download podcasts, download and subscribe to Detroit Today. Take us with you. Listen when you are ready. We'll be right back on Detroit Today. Detroit Today.